0: the drop back with sam lewis matt burns peak and joe costanzo
1: and we're back with another episode of the drop back podcast i'm sam lewis and as ever joined down the line by joe costanzo
0: and we're back and we're ready to record all over again topical
1: topical this week yeah it is election time baby by the time this this um, episode comes out, it'll probably be, we'll have a maybe a new government. Y- yeah,
0: uh, Prob- how exciting. Is it probably better to steer away from this topic? Uh, well, maybe. Uh, let's not alienate whatever, you, you know, the viewers which we have. Let's, just, let's no. keep them. No, it's, it's not worth
1: halving the people that actually do bother to t- tune in, that we do appreciate. <laughs> probably not best to alienate them straight off the bat. No, we love you all. Love you, all. except for Matt, who has decided. Yeah. Well, the Snake. Dolphins lost this week, so he should be here. He's got no excuse. I don't know if he's using up his spare
0: time from last week. Yeah, I think he he threw his mic in a pond or something. Threw his mic in a pond. Yeah, that's that's what that's what the news is around the. Um...
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what everyone's heard. So that's the news that Matt threw his mic into a pond. And Matt, if you want to contradict that, maybe come on the podcast and say your side of the story. Bin's up. Alright. <laughs> He's gonna be fuming. Yeah, he should be. <laughs> Quite right. Okay, so we start as ever with the Uniball games, and it's the last full slate of games before the Christmas break. Mm. And so the biggest takeaway I had from this break was Sterling going into the strong position. They want they beat Beckett last week, Durham this week to go to four and two on the season, a clo in terrible conditions against Durham, six and zero, eked out a victory and it's a big win for Sterling going into the new year 4-2 and two now
0: yeah for sure uh, it was a tough fought, like low scoring defensively driven terrible weather game um, certainly not what's expected out of the high paced offence we see out of Durham but I think like we said all, all year with Sterling Sterling has the ability to win these sort of tough um, physical games uh, as, as much as any team in, in the league so yeah for sure
1: and the other game in this week is 23 Nottingham went away to Leeds Beckett won 23 to 6 and it's not often you do see Leeds Beckett since they've made that jump to the Premiership lose by such a wide margin and for Nottingham starting their season without a win a huge victory for them and they do have a game next week against Coventry who are also without a win this season this could be a turning point for the season if they can get this good win, win against Coventry next week week. They go into the season at 500, go into the Christmas break at 500 and look to push on from that to where they feel they should have been going into the season.
0: Yeah, and as we said with Uniball, it's kind of like if you can win two games in in the season, then you're pretty much set in terms of making the playoffs and not getting demoted. Um, It's it's two on the bounce, isn't it, for Leeds Beckett? If I'm right. It is, yeah, absolutely. Which Just kind of surprising given um, what we were saying the other week about them having been seeing the potential to make the playoffs this year uh, yeah maybe make, make we the cursed final. them a
1: little bit we were all over them after three games yeah they're on their way they're great on offense solid on defense and now two games on the bounce I'll look to regroup over this Christmas break yeah, we laid a, laid a turd on the parade there didn't we laid a turd on the parade stick down a t-shirt Leeds Beckett <laughs> <laughs> And so, moving to the south, a hugely impressive victory from UEA, winning their second game of the season, twenty-six to twelve against the Swansea side who have been actually pretty impressive so far this campaign. And that's a massive victory for East Anglia.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I really don't didn't expect them to eke out this kind of victory, but I'm surprised and.
1: No, it's good to see them finally finding their footing in the Premiership. They they had a tough start, and it is quite a jump from that Division 1 up to that Premiership standard. And the game against Hearts, a lot of people may be writing that off as like, yeah, Hearts Hearts, have been struggling so badly so far. But Swansea are an established programme, and to beat them semi-comfortably is a huge statement from this side. Yeah, for sure. And then the other game I think we probably would have seen coming, the undefeated Birmingham mm-hmm. coming it, going away to the winless Hertfordshire Hurricanes and put another trouncing on that side. That's two on a bounce for them. They got smashed by UE last week, beaten soundly by Birmingham this week. Birmingham the only team in the Premiership, north or south, to go into the Christmas break without a loss.
0: Yeah, um their their defensive line has has continued to show dominance every single game this season. Um against I, I think we kind of expected this to be honest out of what we've seen out of both teams, but uh, Birmingham have just continued to show their dominance against a very underachieving Hurricanes team. So uh, something's going to have to give for for Hertfordshire coming up after Christmas break. They they need to turn things around.
1: Well, yeah. You look at their record, zero and six. Only twenty-eight points scored and two hundred and twelve conceded. Ooh, it's they're just a- they're just not a team built for these high-scoring games. They need to their defense play solidly, and they want to run the ball. That's what, how they're built.
0: Yeah, point differentials is worse than your fantasy team. So
1: that's unfair. That's <laughs> unfair. I can't do anything about the points I concede. Yeah, well, you could do something about winning some games. Not at this point. Uh, I've scored quite a few points I'm thinking I'm like third in points scored which is the most unfair thing about it fuming about that and yeah, well, you
0: should play better defence mate
1: should play better defence you're right That that's exactly what my advice for my fantasy team would be but then on the flip side of that Birmingham 142 points scored only 18 conceded and we've raved all season about their defensive line but that mm. whole defence has set up only 18 seasons Eighteen points in five games. That's less than four points conceded a game. That's outrageous.
0: Yeah, I'd pit them against the Patsy at this point. You would. Let's set yeah. it up. Let's try and uh, we'll message both sides see if they're interested. I'll just quickly um, DM Tom Brady and see what he's saying. Nice.
1: Uh, he said he was onto the Cincinnati, so uh. he may maybe a little bit maybe a, maybe an off season exhibition game if Birmingham are up for it.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: so the two teams on, two teams next two games next week we have final game before Christmas break not at home to Coventry and the role the Nottingham are on hopefully they'll want to take that momentum from the Bigley's Beckett win in, and Coventry have got to pick up some points so far They yes they've only played three games they haven't scored their defence hasn't played badly only 39 points conceded yes so it's about 20 points a game conceded, giving that um, forfeit they had against Leeds Beckett in week one, which isn't actually a horrendous defensive record. They could start putting some points on, keeping these games closer. They might be able to grab enough wins to make it into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's kind of, like we said with with Hearts, it's kind of put up or or shut up with with Coventry now. And (laughs) (laughs) what? What's wrong with that? I don't know, I don't know. It just seems overly harsh. <laughs> put, up or sh- put up or shut up. You know, I mean, it's unfortunate that obviously the, the start of the season was kind of slow and they've only played three games so far, but they have to- it, Exactly, I
1: think the way the game schedule's fallen for them has been tricky. They had that suspension and then they had the game ruled off and it sort of halted their momentum coming into the season after a big promotion campaign last time around.
0: Yeah, but Nottingham has shown at times this season that, that obviously they are beatable. They've only got one win, so unless I'm completely wrong, no, you're right. No, no, they They've they they've only got one win, so you know um, it's it's a beatable game. It's not like they're playing some of the the bigger giants of this North Division, so you know it, it could it could happen. Mm.
1: And the other game in the South, we have the two and two Swansea sti- Titans. Um, hosting Yui, Yui Bullet who are at 3-1 coming for bye week after Wee. <laughs> trouncing Hertfordshire Hurricanes. And I think this should be a good... I think it may be a high-scoring game, this one. Yui have I got a d- good defence, but when that Swansea passing attack gets rolling, it can be tricky to stop, as it has been shown in the recent weeks.
0: Yeah, I, but I, I'm going to take Yui on this one. I, I just think what they've shown this this year as, this has just been... Basically, just offensive dom- dominance. So, I just don't think Swansea Swansea will have enough um, firepower. Enough firepower to yeah, <laughs> firepower to to keep it's up. With so that, really. in sync, it's unbelievable. I know we are just you know these these duo podcasts. We're, we're just really picking up the synchronization. Yeah, take
1: that, Matt. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> so,
0: I think that's the end of
1: our Uniball coverage for this week. I think we're going to try and get some. Big stuff out over the Christmas break after all the games have been wrapped up. We'll definitely be doing a first half of the season wrap up, second half of the season preview. And maybe if we have time, a couple of other little bits sneaked in in between. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Mm. Drop a little hint there. I think that's how Mm. we're supposed to do it. I'm not entirely sure. (laughs) So moving on to the NFL and we're in the run in now. We've got three games left until the playoffs. And there are some very tight races still to play at the moment. We'll start with the AFC South. The Texans and the Titans tied on 8-5. and five. The Colts a couple of games behind on 6-7. and seven. The Jags, well, they're way off. And I think what they have shown is that maybe the biggest issue in Jacksonville isn't the Minshew versus Nick Foles debate, is it?
0: No. Um, I. I mean, to be honest... Minchu uh, deserves the the starting job there so no no quarrels of that but uh yeah J- Jacksonville just haven't really been anything this year they they've been just a mediocre team um, I think in this AFC South division it's definitely the Texans division to lose i mean they they're in the seat at the moment but with this game coming up next week which we're going to move on to later um it could swing both ways um the Titans have looked Really good with Tannehill taking over the uh, role under center.
1: Well, yeah, if they've been had Mariota, I think they'd be out of this by now. Tannehill's actually been six and one now as a starter in Tennessee. There's talks that they're trying to negotiate a contract for him to be there next year, maybe a few years going forward. I'm not sure what's going to happen. To that I'm sure that's probably going to come out in the next few weeks or so. You've you're right. The hand,
0: Put You got to stick with the hot hand
1: you got to stick with the hot hand. I mean, it's not even a close competition. If you're going to start Mariota at this point, then you're ridiculous. But the fact that these two teams play each other twice in the run-in, I think is hugely exciting. And great job by the NFL schedulers as well at the
0: moment. Yeah, all these in-division games right at the end of the season just to, you know, spice things up a bit. Um, I think the Colts still have an outside chance and they've got three division wins, but uh, I can't really see them getting anything... Yeah. My issue with the Colts is I like the story with Jacoby Brissett, but
1: he he's just not a starting quarterback. He's not consistent enough. He he's a he's a good he's a fantastic backup that can come in and win a few games, but he's not going to take you if he manages to get you to the playoffs, he's not gonna do much there. Their defense isn't dominant enough for him to rely on just jumping the ball off and pounding the ball. I don't think they're going to win games going forwards with Jacoby Brissett. And from a team and a squad that was touted as a Super Bowl contender early in the season, especially before when the retirement. I know that, but you, people are still pointing to how great their squad was. And they've been somewhat of a disappointment, especially over the second half of this season.
0: Yeah. Um, I I, I mean, their next three games, what? they're not going to win against the Saints. I doubt nope. it. Uh, I doubt
1: they're going to win against the Panthers. I wouldn't put it past them. The Panthers have been pretty shoddy themselves as well. Yeah. And they might manage to get a win in Jacksonville, but at that point it may almost be too late for them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The the thing with the Texans is you just don't know what they are. Last week we were saying they beat the Patriots. They've finally turned that corner. They're, They're finally there. They're that good team. They're a contender. But then they go and get blown out by the Denver Broncos. And it's the same old issues for them. They can't stop. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. And if Deshaun Watson has to do everything, yes, he'll have some games like he did last week against the Patriots, but you can't have him do everything every single week. And this Titans defense is actually pretty solid. And I fancy the Titans to win this division and not just because of my bias against Bill O'Brien, which I had to be quiet about last week.
0: Yeah, I've got the Titans winning this division as well. To be honest, oh. I, I think they they've got a more favorable uh stretch of games. I I kind of
1: but they basically got the same straight stretch of games. They play each other twice.
0: Yeah, I know, but I I favor them against the Texans. The Texans, well, I mean, I don't want to go into it now because we because we're,
1: we're actually, going into it later yeah. in this episode. That's absolutely fine. But and it's that middle game because at the Bucks, it depends which Bucks show up. It's. And I wouldn't put it past Jameis Winston to score forty points on this Texans yeah. defense.
0: It doesn't. It, it, it's annoying. Like it's annoying. It's, and then we'll see him. Oh, it's one of those Jameis days.
1: Yeah. So the Texans will be hoping for one of those Jameis days, and the Titans will be hoping one of those Jameis days. Exactly. We're definitely
0: getting one of those Jameis days. We always do. Sometimes we may get both in one. Yeah. Some, yeah. That is very true. Uh, I haven't seen. Well. Are you right there, Joe? No. (laughs) I'm just... You know, Jamie's got me all scrambled.
1: Yeah, it hurts your brain just thinking about him, trying to work him out.
0: Yeah, just trying to figure out which one's going to show up. Do you think of a job next year with the Bucks? Mmm... I don't... mm, (laughs) Mmm... Maybe... Like, I think there's quite a few QBs who are going to be available in free agency this year. Mm. And... I don't see the Bucks getting a particularly great draft pick because of their record, but good enough for maybe a Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert maybe or like a Jalen Hurts later on in the in the round or but Yeah. We'll see.
1: That'll be yeah. something to look forward to in the offseason, see which direction they take that in. But,
0: but I don't I don't think I don't think if they pick any of them up that they'll they'll particularly do very well with them.
1: No, they've got a whole team to deal with at the moment. Yeah. So, moving on to the AFC East. Mm. Patriots lost two in a row now. Mm. This one, you could argue they were unlucky. Some refereeing decisions went against them. And Joe, you're not going to feel any sympathy towards the Patriots
0: over that, are you? I don't think anyone does, to be honest. Uh, the amount of ref decisions they had, it go in their favour over the years. Um, the, the one time it, it does happen. Um, two times. It happened twice, and happened twice in the same it? game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but uh, I mean, was there anyone who wasn't, you know, wearing a Tom Brady jersey that was disappoint was angry about that? I don't. Yeah, think so. I mean,
1: you. Yeah, I was, and not because I wanted the Patriots to win, but you just want to see consistent refereeing throughout the league, realistically, you so you know where you stand.
0: Mm. Well, the, it, if there's one thing to define this season, it's not consistent refereeing.
1: That's true. They started um, overturning defensive pass interference calls again, which is good to know. I don't know if it's to give players a little bit of a run into the playoffs. Like, right, once we get to the playoffs, we're going to start overturning these. Like, what, so the rest of the regular season doesn't matter then?
0: Yeah, that's, that's effectively what they're saying if it happens. Um, but about, about the East, sorry. Uh, yes. Yeah, no, I, I can't see the Bills overtaking the Pats in the next three games because they've got the, well, they've got the Steelers, the Patriots and the Jets. So I imagine they're probably gonna.
1: Um, yeah, and the Steelers Patriots play the Bengals and s- the Dolphins, which you think are probably going to be two wins there. The Dolphins at home, the Bengals are a dumpster fire. So you think even without that Bills game, they're twelve and three.
0: Yeah, yeah, but but I I mean I can obviously so the Bills are probably going to beat the Jets, and mm. they'll they'll make a they'll make it into they'll make the playoffs on a wild card effectively.
1: Yeah, and then I'll be right with my preseason prediction of the Bills who who have been more impressive, especially on offense, than I thought they were going to be this year, they were hard done by in the Baltimore Ravens game. Yes, they got out of play, but everyone gets out by Lamar Jackson. Lamar. But They had a game plan, and they actually managed to contain that Baltimore offense for a lot of the game.
0: Yeah, no, it was, it was, an, it was genuinely quite a tough game. Uh, I was quite scared at, at many, many stages. But... I
1: think the Bills are going to be one of those wildcard teams that you don't want to face in the
0: playoffs, because they're not an easy win. No, no, for sure not. Um, yeah, they they've got a, fre- a very very good defense first first and foremost. Josh Allen has progressed as a passer this year. He still overthrows his receivers, and we we saw that a lot last week. Mm. But um, yeah, now I can definitely see them making getting at least one win in the in the playoffs. Definitely upsetting at the play- So
1: speaking of them sneaking into the wild card, I think that's the next one because this AFC wild card is pretty muddled as is. Mm. So. The Ravens and the Pats, I feel, should win their divisions. I think... No, the Ravens haven't quite clinched, but they're basically we there. We have clinched the, the playoffs. Same with the Pats. Chiefs at 9-4 and four should be there as well. But then you get to these other teams. Texans at 8-5, and five, who we spoke about. Bills at 9-4. Steelers, who, after a horrific offseason and the start of this season, are 8-5. Mm. and five. And you can only commend Mike Tomlin for rebuilding this defense and what they've managed to do with the pieces they have.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, I, I, what we found out is that Duck Hodges is uh, way better than Mason Rudolph. Well, Mason
1: Rudolph, like we said, was trashed. What,
0: he what he trash said, he's, go-
1: he's gonna get remembered for getting smacked in the head, and that'll be it. He'll never, he will never. I don't think he'll start for another NFL team. He hasn't shown anything.
0: No, he hasn't. Du- Duck Hodges, at least, he's not going to turn the ball over. Exactly. Um,
1: and then also at eight and five again, and we spoke about them earlier. The Tennessee Titans, and then you've got three teams at six and seven: the Cleveland Browns. Oakland Raiders and the Indianapolis Colts. Can any of those three, do you think?
0: And the Broncos are in the hunt. At what, at five and eight? Yeah, technically they're in the hunt. They, Techn- there's way technically too many variables. <laughs> but it's one of those where if they, if they win, win out and then the Raiders fall over the kitchen table. Um, Just then, stumbling everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Then they, then they might get in. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I so out of the in the hunt team. So the mm. Titans, the Browns, the Raiders, the Colts, and the Broncos. Uh, like I said, and like you have said, I think that I think the Titans are probably going to win the AFC South. So I've got them making the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. The Browns would have to win their next three against Arizona, Baltimore, and Cincinnati, and I just don't see them doing that. Which um, one
1: do you don't think they're going to win? The Baltimore one.
0: Well, I don't think they'll win the Baltimore one but also they did beat us earlier on in the season. Um, but I just don't see them winning three out of three. It's it's not not out of the Browns I've seen this year. They're, they're too inconsistent. They show glimpses of being great and then just stretches like, terrible decisions. Yeah, the one team I could see, because the Steelers
1: look like a team that could finish nine and six. That doesn't mm-hmm. add up, doesn't it? Wait, how old I feel? <laughs>
0: A finish uh, 9 and 6
1: that doesn't make sense does it they have to finish
0: they could finish 10 and 6
1: yeah maybe it's 9 and 7 yeah 9 and 7 I just did the maths wrong I just added to the wrong sides so there they play go. the Bills at home this week which we'll get onto later but that's a tricky one mm. at the Jets you feel if you can't beat the Jets what's the point
0: mm-hmm.
1: the Miami Dolphins almost beat, beat the Jets if it wasn't for a person interference call this week but the Jets and have they... also
0: looked really good this season at random sporadic intervals mm.
1: And then they go at the Ravens, and even if the Ravens have a first-round bye, I can't see them resting players at home against the Steelers. They're not—you can't do that against the home crowd, can you? The Ravens. Uh,
0: well, I, I could imagine potentially resting Lamar Jackson, and but that's it. What uh, so
1: you t- so you take a lossy to the Steelers? I don't. I see, don't what know. I mean, if it wasn't the Steelers, yes, I could see them doing that. But it's because it's the Steelers.
0: What, just to just to secure
1: Well, would you do you want to lose your final regular season game to the Steelers?
0: Yeah, but do I want Lamar to tear his ACL going into the playoffs?
1: No, neither of that. I suppose losing to the Steelers would be a letter of two evils. Yeah. But also if it means knocking the Steelers out of playoff contention.
0: It depends if, if we're on the verge of keeping our bye or not, which I don't That's think. That's the thing. We will I be. think
1: the Patriots will probably be one game behind you at that point. So I mean you're You'll have to head to head over them, so maybe you may. Might. Yeah. But either way, so that they could be about nine and seven coming that fight when it's all said and done. And then the Raiders, if a good Raiders turn up, they play home to the Jags, Away to the Chargers, and then home to the Broncos. And those are all winnable games.
0: Mm. Um yeah, yeah, but the the in the last three games they've lost all their games. And they've lost. They haven't lost them by. They haven't necessarily been, been very close games. So I just don't really trust the form they're in currently to to win their next three, whether or not they're against very beatable teams, which they are. Um, I mean, they've had a tough outing, but yeah, no, I, I I don't see the Raiders getting through. I I can see basically out of this, I can imagine the AFC wildcard picture is going to look like. The uh, the Titans are going to win the AFC South, so then it'll be the
1: Texans at the fifth,
0: Bills all sixth seed, Bills and the Texans, I think. Yeah, yeah, and then I've got, I've got the Steelers probably missing out just. Okay, give or take, and the Broncos are screwed.
1: Yeah, you well you know, the Broncos would have to have like everyone lose up there.
0: Yeah, pretty much. There's it's one of those like tenfold accumulator bets.
1: You're definitely going to get off recording this and then put a tenor on the Broncos
0: to make the playoffs, aren't you? Well, I'll have to look at the... the <laughs> let me just look... <laughs> let me just find the... Uh, <laughs> the, the odds on that.
1: <laughs> so while you do look at the odds on that, let's move on to the ANFC. And I think the most tightly fought... Actually, to be fair, there's three really tightly fought divisions. The Saints have tied up their NFC South, and they're close to getting a bye in that. I think if a few play go their way, especially with some teams facing each other in these top two divisions, they may be able to sneak a bye. So we'll start with the NFC West with the 49ers at 11-2, and two, the Seahawks at 10-3, and three, and the Rams maybe pushing for a playoff, a wild card spot maybe now they've got rolling again at 8 and 5 maybe left it a little bit too late yeah but this this one looks like it's going to come down to the wire with the Seahawks going no sorry playing at home to the 49ers in week 17
0: mm. um yeah the, I think both of these teams have been um, pretty amazing this year Russell MVP uh, Russell, Russell Russell MVP, MVP. <laughs> Russell MVP. <laughs> he's been an MVP candidate obviously um, everyone's been saying it, and I don't know. I think I think the Forty ers aren't really gonna. They've shown this season that they have the ability to, and that you know their their defense has been impeccable. That Seahawks game, the last game, went into overtime for, and it required a, a missed field goal for for them to lose it. I just think, and now you know, they've got their
1: main kicker back.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think I think the 49ers will, will probably win it. Uh, Seahawks will make a wild card. But, yeah, and I I don't see LA beating... LA's next three games are Cowboys, San Francisco and Arizona. So well, you don't
1: think they can beat the Cowboys?
0: I think they can definitely beat the Cowboys. <laughs> and I think they can definitely beat the Cardinals. Uh, leave them with a 10-6 and six record. I, I hope they can beat the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, well, you you hope just so someone can win the NFC East. Well, someone will win it. Unfortunately, I yes. guarantee.
1: I put a sandwich bet on it. Someone will win it.
0: It's a bit of a shame that someone in the NFC has to win because it takes one of the playoff teams. Do you know what's a shame? It is that we should NFC have. Work. We
1: should. We should have all. Wrapped, we should have wrapped this up by now. If we had beaten Miami, I'm still. We'd basically be in the driving seat now. It's yeah, but you didn't. I know we didn't. I know we didn't. But we should have because it's Miami, and it's still ang- it still aggravates me. Do you back and yourselves if- against the Giants tonight? Oh, mate, if we lose to the Giants tonight, I'm done with this season.
0: <laughs> you should be done with this season anyway. I'm, I'm just I'm gonna close. L- I'm what? teetering,
1: mate. I'm teetering.
0: Anyway, yeah, but um,
1: but I, Arsenal, Arsenal finally won tonight, so maybe it's a turning for everything. But
0: I don't, I don't think so. No, no I can dream. You can dream wrong.
1: Still be a dream, wouldn't it? It would be
0: a dream, nothing more.
1: <laughs> so you're do- you're done. You're calling this Forty ers win the West. Rams win
0: the West. And... Rams don't manage
1: to sneak enough wins to get it.
0: No, no. I think I think the um.
1: They're the actually unaf- only one the game North back.
0: Is too tight.
1: They're only one game back from the Vikings now.
0: I know, but I I, mm, I don't even know who the next the next three games are for the Vikings. Who?
1: the Vikings? Do you want me to let? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, hit me. Okay, so they go to the Chargers. They'll win that home to the Packers Mm, close and then they play and then they play the Bears they should win that they should win that but
0: the yeah I I think even even with that they I think the Vikings Vikings uh, will take the wild card spot over the the Rams and the let's move to the
1: NFC let's move to the NFC North can the Vikings do enough especially in that one week to make up the difference that one game difference between them and the Packers the Packers also play the Bears, and then they finish off their season going to Detroit.
0: Mm. Um, I think the Vikings aren't going to overtake the Packers by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I imagine they probably lose head-to-head against the Packers again. And... Yeah, so a Green, green Bay are definitely in the driving seat for the NFC North.
1: Do uh, they manage to get that wild... Um, that bye?
0: At the moment, they're sitting, they're, as it stands, I think they are, current. they do, they're they're tie- they've got the a there.
1: tied record with New Orleans. My thing with the Packers is they don't look anywhere near as dominant as they did about a month or so ago. Yeah. That, they, I mean, it wasn't a hugely convincing win this week against the Redskins, who are terrible.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> for sure. 20-15 to against a shitty Washington team.
0: Yeah, and like you know, they've just been disappointing all year. As as if you can just roll up there with Aaron Bloody Rogers, one of the man, the Aaron Bloody Some, Rogers, and Aaron Bloody Rogers can sling the ball sixty yards from his knees. The thing is, is when you watch him as well, you, he's starting
1: to get all Tom Brady like in the commentators' eyes. Like they just lord over him. He's completing a five-yard pass without any pressure, and mm. the covers like oh, there's no other quarterback in the league that can make that throw. I I can name a few. I could probably name, I mean, 32 that would make that wide open pass. But yeah.
0: Yeah, probably one of them being Mitch Trubisky, the boy. The
1: the revival of Mitch Trubisky.
0: Yeah. I mean, Mitch Trubisky against those Cowboys, huh? How Um, about them Cowboys? How about them boys? (laughs) Them boys made Mitch Trubisky look like, I don't know.
1: Like 2018 Mitch Trubisky. He was like, all right. And he was good enough, but he wasn't no world beater.
0: But he looked like a, a world beater against them boys. Them boys, them boys. So uh, the bear,
1: the bears, like the Rams. You think they've left it that a little bit too late to and, uh, live up to expectations.
0: And their next three games are Green Bay, Kansas City, and Minnesota. So yeah, those are hard games. They're not going to win any of those. I I think they're just going to finish the season seven and nine and and uh, have a mediocre draft pick. But you know, I, I think so. In in the NFC, uh, like in general. Yeah. The, the wild card race is going to be so Green Bay win the NFC North and then the Vikings and the Seahawks uh, get get the wild card spots there.
1: yeah I think whoever doesn't whoever loses the week 17 matchup between the Niners and the Seahawks will the loser of that will be in the fifth seed right
0: yeah pretty much uh, if everything goes to plan
1: but that's the thing Joe not everything goes to plan and then we reach the division where nothing has gone to plan and one of these teams will make the playoffs and they'll obviously make a deep run and get to the Super Bowl because, of course, they will. Because he's just hoping. dead. I'm just believing, Joe. I believe. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That might have been a great call. Yeah, it was. Yeah. More. I mean, all, there's going to be a lot of pundits and fans of these teams, me including, just hoping one of these is going to be a giant killer in the playoffs. Or oh, you wouldn't want to face these teams on a wet night in January. Yeah, you <laughs> would. Out of the opportunity. Options, yeah, you would want to face one of these teams.
0: Well, speaking it's... of giant killers, uh, Philly's next few games, the New York Giants uh, tonight uh, on Monday, as we you all know that we record on Mondays.
1: All of you know that.
0: Everyone knows by now. Everyone knows uh, that. <laughs> um, then Washington, Dallas and New York again. So, I mean, all in-division games, all winnable games. They've got the easier schedule out of the two, I'd say. Provided they beat the Giants tonight, um, and yeah, so so Dallas, I can't imagine they beat the Rams. Uh, given and then they've got Philadelphia and Washington, so. Uh, so well, Pauling's
1: so, boat, I, I think what's going to happen, realistically, so given the golfing class when the Cowboys played us last time, is we're going both going to finish at eight and eight, and the Cowboys will have that head-to-head matchup over us.
0: Yeah. Oh, or like the Cowboys get in on 7 and 9 or something. You know? 7 just and mm. just, just to, you know, like when the Seahawks got in that one year and then somehow beat the Saints on the Marshawn Lynch run.
1: Well, that's what I'm feeling, Joe. Giant killers. It's going to happen. Book your tickets. Eagles going to the Super Bowl. It's all been to lull everyone into a false sense of security. Let's go, birds.
0: No, I honestly don't care about this division. They're, whoever's Whoever wins this division is just going to lose in the first round of the playoffs anyway. Um,. But yeah, I think... Well, especially because the, win,
1: the winner of this division is likely to pay either the Seahawks or the Niners. Yeah. At home. Yeah. And to be fair... No. We almost beat the Seahawks last time at home. No. With Carson his worst game of his career. No. If we get healthy, it's going to happen, Joe. No. If it happens... It's gonna happen.
0: You're incorrect. You're not even gonna make the playoffs. All right, here's what's Cowboys going to happen. are gonna win, and then if, Jason if we, Garrett. If are we make the play,
1: if we if we make the playoffs, and the Seahawks are in that sixth seed, because there's no way a fifth seed, so because there's no way we beat the Niners, I will put a sandwich bet on the Eagles to beat the Seahawks at the fifth sixth seed fifth seed. All right. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Why,
0: why would you do that? It's just a free sandwich. You got to have faith, Joe. You got to have faith. Yeah, you've got to have dumbfounded faith. Um if you the question though, I mean I don't know if we're, we're probably overrunning, but um if the Cowboys get make the playoffs on like an eight and eight record, does yeah. Gary Jones keep Jason Garrett? Even if they make the playoffs on a nine
1: and seven record, they shouldn't keep Jason Garrett. Yeah, but that's a solve for C. Does, but the question is, does he um I'll tell you what, I'll give him a ring afterwards and let you know. How about that?
0: Yeah, can you do it just after we ring Tom Brady about this uh, Birmingham game?
1: Yeah, 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 obviously, priorities and all that. Yeah, um, I think, based on what he's been saying, if you look at a lot of his post-match interviews and all of that, I think, yes, probably they get rid of him. Yeah. I mean... Provided they don't win a couple. If they win a couple of games, I think... Yeah. Is it his last year of his contract anyway?
0: I, th- I think so. I mean, he's speaking about it every game as if... Like, I understand because
1: at this point why would you fire him it doesn't really make much sense to fire him going into this stretch that who well, on that staff who on that staff would you promote to head coach? Kellen Moore. Really you think he's head co- I'm not saying he's not a good offensive mind but you think he's going to be a head
0: coach? I'd say who on that staff has the ability to be a head coach he's I mean he comes from a coaching family he, he's always wanted to be a coach effectively I don't Know, he is a coach, good.
1: but yeah, that's he the thing. Is. I don't, th- I don't think anyone at this point would be well, an improvement enough at head coach to go through that turmoil.
0: Turmoil going into such an important patch of the season. Jerry Jones said pretty much that he wouldn't fire Jason Garrett during the season anyway, because then they I don't might think just it makes any behind uh, whichever whichever then coach he, takes it. And then he's
1: fought... Uh, Wait, well, they would or they wouldn't? Did you they say would rally?
0: Yeah, they would rally if if if. if you know the Cowboys went out in their next few games. Say he fired Jason Garrett mm. last week after they lost to the Bears, and then yeah, and then is he
1: fought, and then is he forced to do what the Browns did and hire Freddie Kitchens,
0: but it'll be Callum Moore as their head coach. Yeah, but hopefully, you know Callum Moore. Well, I imagine Callum Moore has got it probably better than, than Freddie <laughs> Kitchens, in all honesty. But you don't. I just don't understand.
1: I just. It doesn't make sense for me to fire him at this point of the season. I think if you'd done it, you'd have done it by now.
0: Yeah, if you only bottle, Jerry.
1: If you only bottle Campbell.
0: Send him off. He's just sitting there clapping.
1: That's good. Nice job, Jerry. Good firing. Nice job. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So I think that leads us into our predictions for week fifteen, and all of these have huge playoff implications, most of which are the teams we've spoken about already. The first one, the Texans are going into Tennessee to face the Titans. That Texans defence though, it just doesn't scare me ooh, at ooh. all if I'm Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. And good luck stopping Derrick Henry at this point of the season.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I've got got down. The Titans run game which has been led by Derek Henry. He's the second in the league in rushing yards this year. It's just been phenomenal. He's um, such a beast. He is. And he, the weird thing is he never looks like he's running that fast. You know, he always just kind of looks like he's jogging. It, it doesn't make any sense. I, I swear sometimes I'm just like, why, don't, why aren't you just running faster? But he's still, he still, he makes so many yards after contact. He's just impossible to bring down with arm tackles. Um, and he's really sort of Sean over the last two years of his career and kind of jumped out of that hole that people were putting on him, putting him in. Um, mm. yeah, and I and think Tanner
1: Hill's th- been a massive revelation at quarterbackers this year. He's taking the shots that Mariota wouldn't take that huge pass to I wanna say was it AJ Brown that caught the big ninety one yard yeah, touchdown? Yeah. Yeah, who he did it, he threw that an absolute laser while getting hit by yeah, like was, two
0: defenders. It was a pretty mental play. But, yeah, and also uh, Texans have kind of shown a susceptibility to get gashed on big runs as well, which uh, Derek Henry is the man who ran for 99 yards on a play last season. Uh, So, yeah, I couple that with the fact that Ryan Tannehill's performance, I can imagine the Titans win and dethrone Deshaun Watson and the Texans to become the AFC South leaders.
1: What, until two weeks later when they play each other again in Houston?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Well, we'll probably have this exact conversation again, but just based on entirely what happened in this game. Yes. (laughs) Okay, and the next game. (laughs) Who who did
0: you predict? um, You predicted the Titans as well. The
1: Titans, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know me, Joe. If it's a close game, I'm rarely going to pick the Texans. Yeah, for sure. I've just got this bias in my heart against Bill O'Brien. I don't know what it is, just something about him just rubs me the wrong way. Is it because he's a weird mole man? (laughs) It certainly doesn't help. No. (laughs) (laughs) So the next game, the LA Rams going into Dallas. Dallas seem reeling. They haven't played since Thanksgiving, so they've got a big rest to regroup and do what they do best, which is, I don't know, sort of pound the rock with Zeke. They'll the Rams, lose. though, these two does look like teams heading in different directions right now. If you if this game had been a month, month and a half ago, with the Cowboys where they're at and then the Rams where they're at, mm. you probably predicted the Cowboys to win this one. Yeah, but I think the Cowboys, the Rams, finally offense is finally getting rolling again over these last two weeks, and they they're realizing that the best thing they can do is ride Todd Gurley, and it opens up their entire offense. So who'd have thought that?
0: Yeah, ride Gurley, ride. Um, yeah, like, like you said, the Rams offense and Jared Goff in particular has kind of made up for their lack of production over the last few weeks and amazing outing against the, the Seahawks. And I just really don't trust anyone in the NFC East at this point. So I'm going to take the Rams on this one. I think it's pretty clear cut, but also they have disappointed me at other times throughout the season. So who knows?
1: Now. Nope. Absolutely, I'm again going to go with the Rams in this one. Mainly because I need the Rams to win this one, but mainly because I think they will as well. Yeah, well, yeah. mixture of the two. It always will. That just means that they won't win it, though.
0: Yeah, that's irrelevant because you're probably going to lose to the Giants.
1: Ah, oh, if we lose to the Giants, what is the point? It just stops saying it. It just puts me in a whole damper. Just let us at least let me at least have this hope that we've got a chance. Okay. No,
0: because you're going to lose.
1: You're a bastard. Alright, so the, the final game we're looking at for week 15 is AFC wildcard matchup. The Bills heading into the Steelers. Seed 5 against Seed 6. The Bills coming off a loss to the Ravens and the Steelers coming off a win against the Cardinals. And they seem to be picking up wins everywhere at the moment. I just don't understand how they're happening. But maybe it's a little bit to do with Duck Hodges and a lot to do with their defence.
0: Um. Yeah, that... Well. Speak. The Steelers' defense has, has been phenomenal this year, really. Um, I don't think they pose as big a defensive threat as the Bills faced last week against a strong Baltimore Ravens team.
1: Now, that Ravens team crushed the Bills O-line multi- multiple
0: times. Yeah, we were just getting all over, over Josh Allen.
1: I think that was the best defensive performance I've seen from you guys this year, including the Patriots game. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and Marcus Peters made an incredible play against... Oh, I can't remember who it was, Cole Beasley. I think it was John Brown near the end of the game where he reached over and flicked the ball away. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, was John it, Brown as well. Was John Brown. But those are the type of plays that you traded him for, and if he keeps making those plays, you're going to go far in the playoffs. But again, on back on this one, I think the Bills probably managed to snag it. Their defence still looked good. It arguably the biggest... Yeah, it was a really tough game. Biggest test that they... the. The um, Ravens have faced this year, apart Part, from the two
0: losses. Well, the two
1: losses were different because it wasn't as much. Because that was the other team getting out to a big lead. This is the best the team has done in shutting down the run game while they were still Ravens were still in a position to run the ball. Mm. True. Uh, the Steelers, however efficient Duck Hodges is, he's not a world beater, is he? He, I think, like seventeen of nineteen passes, but only a hundred odd passing yards so he's he's not gonna light the bills out and that running game it doesn't inspire a whole lot of confidence the Steelers need this to be a low scoring game to have a good chance And I think I think that bills office is going to want to bounce back from the Ravens game I think they'll probably win this one
0: I think they're gonna want to bounce back I just don't I don't think it's gonna be a particularly high scoring affair to be honest I think I'm gonna give the edge to the bills um I think it will be a closer game and I can't imagine it over 21 points scored in the whole thing, to be honest. I think wow. both of these defences are really good. Um, we saw what the Bills' offensive line were like last week against uh, some complex blitz packages. And I think TJ Watt's going to gonna get to Josh Allen. Um, Is TJ
1: Watt playing? I saw him like on the sideline towards the end of the Cardinals game. I didn't know if it was hurt or catching a breather.
0: I think he's playing. I mean, I, otherwise, well, it doesn't matter anyway because I'm pretty. Yeah, I the think it's he might have just
1: been catching a breather. You know when you see a player like kneeling on the sideline with water being squirted down their back, and you don't know if
0: they're injured or just knackered. Yeah, because the first thing um, first thing they want you to do, <laughs> the first thing they do when someone's injured, is squirt water down. Well, their
1: back. I don't know. It well, looked like he'd taken a knock, and he was just sort of like dazed on the sidelines. and then to try and wake him up or whatever. Doctor, he needs fifty cc's of water stat stat well why else would you not have like one of your best players in the game as the Cardinals are making their final drive down the field but
0: because Mans is tired man is, man is tired yeah Mans has done some absolute bits he got an interception and stuff
1: and stuff lots of stuff <laughs> lots of stuff yeah okay so, so we're both taking the Bills we're both taking the Bills both taking the Titans both taking the Rams which means oh. the other three teams are probably going to win
0: yeah yeah, to be honest.
1: Actually, you know what? We
0: had a. I think I had a pretty good
1: record this week. You know, Matt's gaining on you as well.
0: Oh no! I oh. my, my I know I I was pretty bad with the predictions this week. Do we do we have an overall? Do you, do you have that available? Uh, have I, I don't have the it. Spot as of
1: now. Oh, but because you're I've, lazy. <laughs> I also just didn't think it was going to come up. I can quickly get it up for you if you'd like. The issue is I don't have this week's results I can see what the standings were going into this week.
0: Uh yeah.
1: All right, so Matt is only 5 games behind you now. Ooh. You're 5 games behind me. So it it's actually tightens up going into the last 3 weeks.
0: Yeah, it's it's just like the playoffs, man. It's it's really heating yeah. up.
1: Especially cuz you went 6 and 10 and Matt went 13 and 3 the week before last. Yeah,
0: so Matt's...
1: I'm just going to go down the predictions before we close up the show. Um, both on the Cowboys. Matt got the Falcons, you with the Panthers, all mm. of the Ravens. Joe, you went with the Bengals. Yeah, because... Well, when the Packers, or when the Vikings, or when the Niners, yes, you did. I
0: can't have gone for the Bengals. Let me just uh. double
1: check. I may have to change that, but I'm pretty sure you did go to the Bengals, mate.
0: Maybe maybe the way I, I format my Yeah but you, nope,
1: you went for Cincinnati.
0: <sighs> what was I doing?
1: <laughs> um all went for the Dolphins, which obviously meant the Matt went for the Bucks, you went for the Colts, so that's three nil for him on games difference. Um but... I went for the Chargers, all went for the Titans, all went for the Pats. Matt went for the Steelers, you went for the Cardinals, so he's I think he's one game behind you. Jesus. And then yeah, I think so it looks like I'll have to do math later just to double-check, but it looks like he's one game behind you going into the final three weeks of the season.
0: Does that make you scared? Does that really? make you nervous, Joe? What do we even win for this?
1: Pride and um, whatever that smashing noise was, we win that as well.
0: Oh, that was me putting my phone back on on the radiator. All right, Get we there. win
1: your radiator then.
0: It's good.
1: <laughs> All right, so I think with that... Harrowing look into Joe's future losing to Matt will wrap up today's show. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out our website, thedropback.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thedropback. On Facebook at thedropbackuk. I've been Sam. I've been Joe. And until next time, peace. Goodbye.